the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron Zerokstra. President Biden planning to formally recognize atrocities committed against hundreds of thousands of Armenian people by the Ottoman Empire more than a century ago in modern-day Turkey as genocide. He formally informed Turkish President Erdogan yesterday. A subcontractor working on the new Air Force One until the Boeing gave them the boots announced it's cutting 223 jobs. GDC Technics says the job cuts are the direct result of Boeing's actions. GDC tells the Texas Workforce Commission it anticipated most operations at its Fort Worth headquarters would stop and it would close its San Antonio facility where the work was being done. Boeing has sued GDC, alleging breach of contract for work delays, GDC countersuing, accusing Boeing of mismanagement. Jason Walker reporting. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The Chauvin trial is over, but it exposed the great divide in our nation. We are not a systemically racist country. We're the greatest country in history. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thank you for tuning in to AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be cloudy and then becoming gradually clear this afternoon with a high of 47 degrees. Mother's Day is coming fast, Sunday, May 9th, and wouldn't it be a treat if you won $1,000 for your mom? She could use it to bless a local charity or organization or to treat herself to a spa day later this year. It only takes one minute to sign up, and it's free to sign up at am12athepatriot.com. On the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Uh, by the way, I am the first of the three broad, well, technically the second of the three broadcasts that make up the NARN, of course, myself. Uh, early uh, in the day on Saturdays, we have King Banyan, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, uh, doing the best show in America and, frankly, the world uh, when it comes to the subject of economics. He's there. He's been doing it for 10 years now. And, of course, Brad Carlson, the junior partner so far in this whole enterprise, who is going on 10 years. That's right. Less than uh, ten, uh, two uh, months away from 10 years 
of hosting the uh, Brad Carlson Closer Edition of the Narn every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. Together, we've been doing this a long time. We hope to do it a lot longer, God willing. Every day is a blessing. I say somewhat tongue-in-cheek, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. And while that's not literally true, I mean, the birth of my children and granddaughter were pretty awesome days as well. Uh, There's some other awesome days in my life. This is one that happens every week, and it's just the adrenaline of being on the air and the the fun of getting to talk to all of you just kind of makes it all work for me. So thank you all, and every every day is a blessing. I can say that. So uh, I'm going to just go on a brief bit of anti-nostalgia, if I will, for a moment here. I went to high school. I graduated in 19... And uh, it was a few years ago. And back when I was in high school, in 19... I had a principal, and this will date me just a little bit. Okay, what the heck? I graduated from high school in 1981. Uh, and, yeah, I've held up pretty well. <laughs> Anyway, no, seriously, I graduated from high school in 1981, and this was a time when World War II veterans were still very much in the workforce. I mean, you think about it. These are guys who were about, a, yeah, who had been out of high school and college probably less longer than I have been. I mean, it was, at that point, 36 years since the end of the war, which means when I started in high school, it was like 30-something years since the end of the war. These guys were probably about my age, maybe a little younger when I think about it. So there, there were a fair number of them, World War II veterans, Korea veterans. I mean, my high school principal had been a Marine fighter pilot in World War II. His assistant principal, this six foot five, very athletic guy who was in charge of discipline in the school, had been, I believe, as I recall the story, in the Marines in Korea uh, and <laughs> was able to act like he knew it. I mean, he, his idea of going out and dealing with truancy was taking his pickup truck out going where the truants were, throwing him in the back of the pickup truck and driving back to school. That's a little idea, a little different idea of school discipline and decorum than than obtains in schools today. I I had a high school chemistry teacher who'd been a Navy dive bomber pilot in World War II. And he used to say he had <laughs> didn't pull a lot of punches. He said, you know, I used to trust my life to a kid who was maybe a year or two older than you, uh, my, my, the gunner on my dive bomber, and I wouldn't trust you to go to the bakery and get donuts. Uh, and he had a point. Respect is something you earn. And with this generation, it was, it was a tall road to earn it. You, you earned your respect. One of the most treasured bits of respect I've ever gotten in my life was my first radio boss, who, by the way, Turned 90 this past week and still looks like he could get out there and, and run a marathon. Uh, Bob uh, was the boss, the owner and boss at my first radio station when I was 15 years old. And it abs- he was not in the war. He was a little young to get to, to apparently a little young to get uh, to get to join the service in World War II. Uh, but he uh, ran the radio station that I worked at. He was uncompromising about what he expected from people in the same way that my principal, my assistant principal, my chemistry teacher, some of the other veterans of World War II, of Korea, Vietnam. I mean, the Vietnam veterans are still young and entering the workforce when I was in high school. And they expected things of you, the student. Respect was earned 
indulgences were rare. I remember when I was in seventh grade, we had a different dismissal time than the senior high. One of our teachers took us to one of the assemblies because the teacher thought it would benefit us to see this assembly, which was normally intended for ninth through twelfth graders. I was a seventh grader. We got out at 3.05. The senior high got out at 3.40. Yes, 3.40 in the afternoon, kids. That's how long we stayed in school when I was in high school. Uh, anyway, the teacher said, okay, dismissal time for you junior high kids. Let's very quietly walk out of the auditorium. Well, nobody told the principal. And he came racing over to the door that we were trying to walk out and jammed us back into the auditorium with his hands pushing hard. Now, one of his thumbs jabbed into my mouth and knocked out a tooth that happened to be loose. I was at, what, 12, 13 at the time. I was still having baby teeth falling out. And one of them got pushed. It was on a, hanging on by a string. Anyway, I was going to go that night or the next day. Anyway, but, oh, it gave me a mouthful of blood that I played up for maximum effect because what the heck? I'm a dramatic 13-year-old. The principal knocked my tooth out. It's a kind of a t- conversation starter for a while there. Anyway, uh, but this is how discipline was handled when I was a kid. And there were parts of it I would not want to go back to. Like, teachers were perfectly free to engage in all manner of corporal punishment. We had a couple of teachers in my high school who will remain nameless who took way too much pleasure in dishing out the corporal punishment. They were kind of psychotics, frankly. Uh, The modern system would punish them without mercy, and I would applaud. But we threw out the baby with the bathwater in some respects. There were standards expected of us. And this was at a public high school in the middle of nowhere. One place that you might think that some standard of decorum would be expected would be the private Catholic high school, Cretan-Durham Hall in St. Paul, down in Highland Park or whatever they call that part of the neighborhood. I don't know. It depends on on which realtor you listen to. It's Highland Park. Maybe it's Summit uh, Union. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's Merriam Park. I don't know. doesn't matter. It's a, it's, a, it's a posh, leafy part of St. Paul, kind of down where Highland Park joins with Crocus Hill. Yeah, that's the other one. Kind of right between Crocus Hill and Highland Park, which either way means cha-ching, someone did very, very well in their life. Or someone has a level of privilege that allows them to live there and, in the case of uh, Cretan-Durham Hall, to attend a Tony private, expensive prep school. I got nothing against private school kids. Had I had the money, I would have sent my kids to one of uh, St. Paul's excellent private schools. I uh, did not have that option. Wish I had <laughs> on in, on many levels, but them's the breaks now. Creighton Durham Hall, it's it's a Tony place. It costs a fair amount of money. Parents send their kids there for academics and a certain amount of structure. Yet. Don't send your kids there because they want to freeform their way through school and basically act like a bunch of hippies. It's a private Catholic school. One might expect private Catholic school standards for the, what does it cost? Like eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a year. And maybe that's, uh, Wingmaster's nodding his head. I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's, it's a lot of money. It's more than I spent for college, even after inflation. Even after inflation, it costs more than a year of my undergrad school did. Uh, so, they had a bit of a, an issue this past week as a number of students uh, staged a, and I quote, social justice walkout here, quoting the uh, Pioneer Press. 
this past Monday that included a number of profane anti-police chanting uh, points and signs. I uh, refer to the story by Joss Vergas at the uh, the Pioneer Press. Quote, the demonstration was one, one of more than 100 that took place throughout the state on Monday, organized over Instagram by the group Minnesota Teen Activists in the wake of Dante Wright's fatal shooting by a police officer in Brooklyn Center. And you've heard all about the, the, the shooting in Brooklyn Center. It was quite clearly an accident, an incredible tragedy. And, and while, while Dante Wright uh, was likely not well advised to resist arrest to the extent he did, and his, the warrants out for him, uh, say what you will about them, uh, certainly are, we're going to make any police contact a dodgy proposition for him. The fact is the officer... According to the video that was released by the Brooklyn Center PD, thought she had grabbed a taser. She yelled, taser, 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 three times per the drill, and then squeezed the trigger, which turned out to be her service sidearm and killed Dante Wright. Anyway, we've discussed this. You've heard the discussion on all manner of shows here on AM 1280, AM 1570. Don't need to go through that, but. On Sunday, the private Catholic school encouraged students to talk to their children and, quote, share your perspective and expectations for the event, the walkout that was being organized. Students participating without their parents' permission will be given an unexcused absence, an email said. As befits, by the way, a school that has to account to parents for the fact that they are charging well into five figures per year to attend. The event began at 1 o'clock on Monday. This is Josh Vergas again in the Pioneer Press. And I quote, with a moment of silence and several student speeches, about one-third of the student body then marched around the perimeter of the campus, chanting slogans and holding signs. As the group gathered uh, back at the school, a student organizer used a school megaphone to lead an anti-police obscene chant, which administrators quickly sought to shut down. Meanwhile, a group of girls recorded a video taunting a police officer's son who had stayed home from school on Monday. A little bit stalkery. And by the way, uh, emblematic of the way the left treats so many things, the sins of a father or a class of fathers are visited on the sons and the children and the generations to come. Something that Western civilization has done well to get away from over the previous centuries. Students told the Pioneer Press at least six students of various ethnicities were suspended. The school emailed parents after the walkout on Monday to say that some students would be disciplined. Quote, while we value the positive voices for change that arose out of the student-organized event, we condemn the actions of those who were profane or hateful in speech or in signage. The behavior is not tolerated at Creighton-Durham Hall, the message from President Frank Miley. And Principal Mona Passman said, in part, a much longer email went out on Tuesday, which said some students did not feel safe during the walkout. 28% of the school students are people of color, the message said, but we also have many students, faculty, staff, and alumni who have family members who are police officers, National Guard, first responders. It's our first belief that individuals from both of these groups seek and work for justice. And that leads us to a bone of contention. And what I would hold out for you is an act of such ghastly repression that it needs to be responded to. And when that call went out, oh, someone responded. 
We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. For additional savings, enter the promo code MINNEAPOLIS at checkout. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. So you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that you can really dig into, but you can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give GodTube.com a try. GodTube.com is loaded with sermons from well-known and revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. And there are no shady comment threads or questionable content. Just great sermon after sermon. Hear God's Word daily, grow deeper in your faith, and be inspired by the sermon section on GodTube.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the member to call. Join us, uh, won't you please? 2021 marks 20 years on the air for AM 1280 The Patriot. We're celebrating all year long. With a bevy of on-air features, familiar voices from the past and present. And uh, let's just say, I don't think you've seen the end of the commemorative events here so far. Uh, so keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, Gap, MeWe, 
pretty much all of them. Thank you for 20 great years on the air. We cannot wait for 20 more. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Anyway, stay tuned. By the way, we're talking before the break about uh, the uh, Cretan-Durham Hall exercising its institutional prerogative to enforce a code of standards on its students, the students who were protesting the Dante Wright shooting and the uh, official response to that shooting. And some of those, and, and, and like a lot of schools these days, they're trying to teach the, the imperative of speaking freely and uninhibitedly. On the other hand, and, and that's fine. In fact, that's something I wish my school, I think a lot of you out there would, uh, who are of my general age bracket might agree. It's something we could have probably used a lot more when we were in school in some respects. And yet, some of what we're seeing out there these days, for starters... The idea that uh, you can uh, that th- that some people are allowed to speak freely, in fact, encouraged to speak freely, while others are very aggressively shut down, is a bad byproduct of this of this urge here. And let's be honest: the people doing the protesting, being teenagers, they're not probably the best at setting boundaries on themselves. We know that some of the signs uh, went beyond the limits of the sort of decorum that should be allowed in a public school, and one might expect in a Catholic school, a private school, a a, a private school with pretensions towards the elite. It's also uh, the idea that some of the students went out and attempted to cancel a fellow student who was the child of a police officer, which, by the way, these parents, uh, if their kids are doing this, there had best be consequences at home. One of the consequences that happened was a a letter that was written to the uh, Creighton-Durham Hall staff. I'm not going to mention the name of this person. This was written. It became public. It's, It's public on social media. Uh, But this person, a woman, wrote this uh, open letter after, and I'll just quote this letter, which has been making the rounds in St. Paul neighborhood public media. I wrote this. it's It's a woman, and we'll get into a bit of her background in a bit here. Again, not naming names. I write this open letter after reading your April 20th, 2021 letter to the Creighton Durham Hall community regarding the student walkout. My name is, I graduated from Creighton Durham Hall in, um, let's just say, 17 years ago. And uh, my father graduated 30 years before that. After graduation, I attended a a fairly, I'm I'm going to redact everything that could conceivably identify her. She attended a, a fairly Tony private university where she received fifth and 12th grade language arts license. Upon getting her degree, she worked with uh, a order of uh, a religious order for five years, went on to receive a Ph.D. from the University of California, Santa Barbara, and is currently and, and, I, and I quote, and I'm now currently an assistant professor at a major university uh, at the Department of Chicano and Latino Studies. Badly structured sentence, by the way. I I share these biographical details to illustrate my experiential knowledge as a student educated at Catholic institutions, as well as my professional qualifications and expertise in education, ethnic studies, and social justice. And, And by the way, I thank her for that because it certainly made my job easier. 
Uh, and I quote, to say that I'm disappointed with the letters sent out to the Cretan-Durham Hall community is an understatement. Uh, your call to understand both sides and that we can be, quote, political, conservative or liberal or somewhere on the broad spectrum of thought and coexist in a respectful environment built on common values fails to understand what is currently happening in our city, state and nation. This is not a matter of hearing each other out. This is a matter of life and death. Black people are killed by police at alarming rates, and accountability for these killings by law enforcement seldom occurs in our judicial system. So many things that need to be metaphorically curb-stomped here. Metaphorically, not physically, not literally. Metaphorically. I mean, starting with the, the obscenity of saying uh, anyone who says that all trains of thought need to be included. And, and by the way, the original letter said we're, we're talking uh, with about people who uh, children of police, uh, children of National Guards, people who are also attend this schools. Uh, so the idea that, that we can have different points of view and coexist. Uh, it goes out the window because you just don't understand what's happening. Uh, we, we need, to, by implication, we need to revoke free speech. We need to clamp down on this whole idea of hearing both sides and communicating with each other. The conversation we need to have, according to this woman, is a monologue. It's not a matter of hearing it out. That's her, her quote. It's a matter of life, life and death. Black people are killed by police at an alarming rate. Well, no, they're killed by police at a rate, and this is an inconvenient truth, an inconvenient statistical fact. Black people are killed by police at a rate lower than their rate of offense. For example, roughly 30% of violent crimes, this is a Bureau of Justice Statistics uh, fact, uh, roughly 30% of violent crimes are committed by African-Americans, the vast majority of them against other African-Americans. The percentage of people killed by police who are black is considerably lower than that, as discovered, by the way, by a Harvard researcher who happens to be African-American, to his amazement. And by the way, are, are police held accountable uh, less often? There's a case to be made. There is a case to be made. Now, in the cases that are currently in play here in the Twin Cities, the, the, the cop who shot Dante Wright is up on murder charges. Derek Chauvin's going to prison one way or another unless his appeal strikes gold. Lack of accountability? Mohammed Noor is in jail. So where's the lack of accountability? You want to make a case that there's a lack of accountability? Make your case. Do not say that your issue trumps the right to free speech. Bear in mind, this is a professor talking. Wait, did I say professor? Why, yes, she said that she graduated from Creighton-Durham Hall herself. We'll come back to that because the absurdity of this letter I have just begun to scratch the surface. Uh, let's go to the phones, though. NASCAR Kelly joins us. Uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Uh, Kelly, how's it going? Hey, Mitch. Uh, first of all, thanks for the shout-out earlier. And you guys were excellent last night. I'm so glad I got to 
hang out for a couple hours and and listen. So Appreciate it. Anybody, I'll give my I'll give my uh, uh, endorsement for anybody who wants to head over to Payne Avenue, the the revitalized Payne Avenue, yeah. and see Mitch's band. I fully endorse it. Um, I I was I'm interested in what you're talking about right now. Um, I had asked the producer to kind of share with you that. Um, I wanted to hear more about this um, before I comment, but maybe my comment will add to this as well. Sure. I read the article about what happened at Creighton Durham Hall. And um, a couple of years ago, Creighton Durham Hall was one of the schools I was looking at sending my children to. Um, ultimately, we decided on a different private Catholic school. Right. Um, and so Monday morning, I'm driving my kids to school, and one of them says, uh-oh. And I said, what's up? And he says, there's a walkout being talked about at one o'clock today for racial justice. And I said, at your school? And he said, yeah, and, and a few other schools too, I guess. I guess it's about a hundred um, of them actually. A lot of schools. I, yeah. It's all over yeah. the state. Um, all over the state. Yeah. And the ones I saw were the list I saw was the twin cities. Um, and I saw public schools, private schools. I think I saw a couple of charter schools also listed on there. And it was for like one o'clock to one forty-seven, right? Um, which maybe is a class period. And so, I've talked to my kids about walkouts and uh, events happening at school and protests. And I, I said, well, let me review this with you really quick, since we're almost at school. Um, if you decide that the subject that is being protested or the pro- the reason for the protest um, is um, important to you and you have a passion about it. Um, my preference is that you don't participate because we're paying tuition for you to go there. But if it's strong enough that you feel you have to participate, you need to make sure that your passion is strong enough to accept the consequences because right. there will be not only from me, but most likely from school. I can't imagine school letting this go on without there being some sort of consequence to it. Right. And they both said, oh, yeah. 15 seconds, Kelly. We're up against a break. Okay. Well known to that. Uh, What happened at my kid's school was right before 1 o'clock, the principal came on the PA and said, there will be no walkout at the school. But during free period, we will hold a prayer service in the auditorium. And everyone is welcome to attend. Excellent. Well, that's how they handled it, and I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, and I will uh, give kudos to to people who uh, handle it that way if they possibly can. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, We're going to continue with this subject after the break here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us if you please. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Dad, guess what? What? 
You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 Now that spring is here, your windshield may be exposed to a few more uh, hazards. So trust your repairs to Advantage Auto Glass. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. You root for your home team, so why not trust your windshield to your hometown repair shop, Advantage Auto Glass. So give us a call today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Or if you call your agent or your claims line first, make sure you tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass and no one else. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, our April Regnery Book of the Month is The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America by David Horowitz, the original, the great. I mean, one of the people that inspired me to be a blogger in the first place. A president twice impeached, mob violence, Social media, silencing opinions, even high school kids at elite private schools. Horowitz says America is on the brink of becoming a one-party dictatorship. Now, how do we get here? Well, for starters, by accepting things like, we can't have discussions because of whatever has got me exorcist. Anyway, sign up to win a copy of David Horowitz's new book, The Enemy Within Today. And you'll uh, get, see a courageous revelation on the aims and tactics Used by the left. You could win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at the Freedom Fan Club page at am1280thepatriot.com. So do it. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, get your copy of The Enemy Within, and then you may. Well, no, the opposite of run to the hills. You'll be equipped to engage. And hopefully, someday, if there is justice in God's good time, Make the other side, the totalitarians, the 
the cancelers, the, the fascists among us run for the hills. <laughs> Basically the same the same idea Dennis Prager has, only to the tune of Iron Maiden rather than tasteful tasteful, tasteful 50s bebop jazz. <laughs> anyway, uh, 651-289-4488. I'm reading a, a letter, a response to the administration at Creighton Durham Hall, a, I don't know if I'd say elite private school, but a private Catholic school with it certainly has pretensions and, and record of being among the upper tiers of school. I mean, the, the, the record of people who've gone to Creighton Durham Hall, who are leaders in Twin Cities media and Twin Cities politics, uh, Twin Cities business, they're all over the place. So if, if it's not elite in the sense of, I don't know, Phillips Exeter Academy, it's still within the, the local context, certainly a, a, a place to see and be seen, educationally speaking. And it ain't cheap. I don't know. I haven't asked. I haven't looked it up. But I last I my last coherent memory of it was that it was at least twelve grand a year to send a student there, which, after accounting for inflation, is more than I spent for undergrad uh, for my four year degree. I mean, for per year for my four year degree. That's that's how expensive it is, and. Does it open the doors to bigger, better things? Well, as the woman who wrote the letter to Creighton Durham Hall uh, indicates that she certainly her education at Creighton Durham Hall fared uh, treated her well. But you never know it from her response. Uh, first of all, I mean, the, the, the response that she had that said the, the notion that we can be politically conservative or liberal or somewhere on the broad spectrum and coexist in a respectful environment built on common values fails to understand what is currently happening in our city, state and nation. No, that is not just a deflection. That's a bit of gaslighting saying you must accept the totalitarianism I would enforce on you. Because I'm getting revenge for something someone did to me, blah, blah, blah. That's wrong. That's, I'm not going to quite say evil, but the intent is so very wrong. The, uh, the intent, at the very least, is, is, is a level of social gaslighting that needs to be called out, and I call it out. But uh, we're not done yet. Uh the the woman who again as we pointed out is a Creighton Durham Hall grad uh and went on to get a PhD in uh Chicano Latino studies and teaches at a let's just say prominent university as an associate professor assistant professor may it doesn't say whether she's on the tenure track or not doesn't matter she certainly has a position of immense academic privilege i mean talk about the ultimate privilege being able to earn a living of any sort as a teacher of Anything that ends in the term studies, which is, I mean, all due respect to all of you studies students out there, but this is like the whiffle ball of academia. Anything that ends in studies is going to be something of such very, very low academic and intellectual rigor that, that many of us are feel compelled to chuckle. I won't. Just saying. This woman goes on to say, after leveling these charges and, and calling for this level of repression against the notion of having an open conversation as opposed to a monologue. She says, and I quote, as a student of Creighton Durham Hall, I experienced numerous microaggression and witnessed 
often more egregious acts against my fellow peers of color. Uh, the day-to-day reality of being a student of color at Creighton Durham Hall was damaging. Attending a predominantly white school with predominantly white staff meant that our experiences, cultures, and histories as students of color were rarely acknowledged, let alone understood or represented in the curriculum. By the way, she goes on to say that, that despite this environment, I had excellent teachers, and she goes on to list a number of them. So let's talk about the level of microaggressions that this this woman who has has studied and the way has has underwent during her time. By the way, she pointed out she graduated in the mid-1990s from Creedham Durham Hall. We'll come back to that. She already noted she graduated from Creighton Durham Hall and went on through her educational career to receive a Ph.D. from UC Santa Barbara and now teaches in a studies discipline, basically being paid to uh, to to prattle off social justice dogma to young minds full of mush, as the great one used to say. Not only, and, and and you think perhaps okay if she's if she's a, a up and coming scholarship student who a highly deserving young lady from the neighborhood from a poor family whose who parents worked two jobs twenty four seven to get her and her siblings through school through through a through a elite Catholic school okay we'll 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 listen if you're battling your way up from a position of intense disadvantage. Certainly, it's worth listening to. And what the heck? I will listen because when it comes to actually wanting to have a conversation, I will, in fact, put my intellectual and metaphorically uh, metaphorical money where my mouth is. Oh, but there was a little thing she threw in there about being a child of another Creighton Durham Hall graduate from 30 years before her graduation. In other words... Her father was uh, her her father went to Creighton Durham Hall, graduated from there. We're silent on the details of his life, but someone at the very at the very 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 likely someone in the family, let's just say grandparents, had the money to send dad to Creighton Durham Hall, which, by the way, back in the nineteen seventies, was still expensive enough. And and even the furthest out case, dad, maybe was a scholarship student, maybe wound up being a student of such immense merit that Creighton Durham Hall said that this was a person we need to have in our school here. And this is, this is, this is something that, that we need to foster in a school. Okay, schools do this. It's a it's a position of some merit, bringing diversity to school by going out and getting them and paying them to come to school. Perfectly fine. It's by the way, it's a private school. It's their money. They can do whatever they want. I applaud them for it. So this woman goes on to say, who by the way, a second generation graduate of this Tony Catholic school, goes on to say, today your students of color are experiencing similar circumstances over fifteen years later. Similar circumstances, uh, meaning in this case experiencing microaggressions, whatever they are, because they are pretty much whatever the person who claims them wants them to be. They have no definition. They have no meaning. Anything that makes you upset, angry, even makes you think twice about something years later is a microaggression. Now, did she experience actual aggression? I don't know. 
she speaks in vague terms about about experience that a student uh, student of color had uh, nearly twenty years ago at this actually no nearly thirty years ago at this uh, at this elite expensive institution. But there's some other implied experiences that are clear as day. She graduated. She went on to further higher education, including a Ph.D., and a position that, at least within the social justice community, is a position of immense, what's the term? Oh, yeah, privilege. Someone who gets paid to teach in the modern academy is is someone of such immense privilege. It's It's pretty much hard for those of us who work in the private sector to relate in any way, shape, or form. So when she says, today, your students of color are experiencing similar circumstances over 15 years later. What? What circumstances? Uh, Getting an elite education? Having access to an alumni directory that opens doors throughout your entire life, which, by the way, is one of the key reasons to send your kids to a private school. One of the key reasons to attend an Ivy League university isn't necessarily the quality of the education, but the quality of the alumni directory and the connections it makes for you as you go forward in life. Oh, believe me, if I could go back and put my kids in St. Paul Academy or Creighton or Minnehaha Academy and get access to that alumni directory, it would have been money well spent. She goes on to say, what's most alarming is your decision to discipline students for their actions and suspending six of students, five of whom are students of color, although they saw numerous young white women holding, in your words, disrespectful signs. Your, quote, investigation to see if people were peer pressured adds further violence to the situation. And this is the second most toxic assertion this woman, who shall remain unnamed, makes. Oh, we'll be back for that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The fun is just beginning. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany Santa Fe. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Warning. 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 Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue 
to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. On a bitter December morning, Shelby went to a Twin Cities abortion clinic, planning to get abortion pills to end her pregnancy. A young mom of a three-year-old daughter, Shelby didn't see how she could parent another child by herself. But when she got there, she saw the Alpha Women's Center Mobile Medical Clinic parked nearby. This is Annie with Alpha Women's Center, a pro-life Christian ministry in the Southwest Metro. We operate a mobile ultrasound unit that we call the Miracle Machine. Shelby left the abortion clinic that day and came on the mobile unit instead. When she saw her baby on the ultrasound, she changed her mind and chose life. Alpha Women's Center has been offering help and hope to women like Shelby since 1982, and we're the only mobile pregnancy center in Minnesota. We go where women are, serving in five locations. Our mobile clinic is staffed by licensed medical professionals who offer best practice care at no cost. We're entirely donor-funded by pro-life people like you. To learn more or support our ministry, visit us at MiracleMachineMN.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, if you have a smart speaker, you can listen to your favorite Patriot hosts and shows like Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, even us on the Narn, hands-free on your smart speaker. Tune in by saying, enable the Patriot Minneapolis, and then you only have to do this the very first time to tune in. After that, just say, play the Patriot Minneapolis to stream in high quality. Ask your smart speaker to bring us to you right now. Really, seriously, now, do it. 651-289-4488 or hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show on Twitter or Gab or MeWe. You can also watch the live stream on AM 1280 the, uh, on the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, Facebook page. Either way, so many uh, ways to join the Northern Alliance right now. Now, I, I'm, I'm talking uh, about the episode that happened this past week at Creighton Durham Hall. A number of students... Uh, by way of going out and protesting uh, the, the response or something about the uh, about the Dante Wright shooting in Brooklyn Center, uh, a number of them stepped beyond the standards that Creighton Durham Hall, which I stress again, is a expensive Tony private school where parents send their kids to observe certain standards. It, it's fair to say many of them send their kids to Curtin Durham Hall so that they get a better standard uh, of education and a better standard of standards than they get in the cesspool of anarchy that the public schools have become. Now, the allegations, as as uh, listed in the uh, Pioneer Press story on the subject, said that some of these students went outside those standards, posting uh, carrying signs that were exceptionally, uh, well, obscene, in some cases, violated the, the sort of uh, language standards that I allowed my kids to practice at home. 
And allegedly, in at least one case, uh, attempting to cancel, if you will, the student, uh, a student who was a, a fellow student who happens to be the son of a policeman. So this woman who, again, I stress to you, has benefited mightily and has attained a position of immense privilege, part of which the path to which was attending Creighton Durham Hall as a second generation student, which, let's be honest, what is there that screams, I'm oppressed, I'm a victim, like being a second generation student and at the very least, a, a second-generation recipient of enough privilege and wealth, and, and, and the ultimate privilege, by the way, the privilege of having your parents make good enough decisions in their life to not just be able to send you to a private school, but to actually enact that on your life for you. As this woman's parents did, and one might infer at least a decent chance her grandparents did to her father, for her father. The ultimate privilege, having smart parents. <laughs> anyway, she responded, quote, What is more alarming is your decision to discipline students for their actions and suspending six students, five of whom are students of color, although I saw numerous young white women holding, in your words, disrespectful signs. Your, quote, investigation, end quote, to see if people were peer pressured adds further violence to this situation. And, and this right there, up there with the whole idea that there can be no conversation while we are upset about something, while we have an agenda that needs to be pushed to the exclusion of all other decent conversation. This is the second most obscene part of this letter. This is the second greatest obscenity, knowing that academics out there teaching your college-age kids this drack do this and believe this and do it on your taxpayer dime oh yes this woman works at a public university of course she does but you could just as easily be at a private university so that there's that but just so you know now we don't know which six students five of whom were students of color got suspended Given the kid gloves with which all schools, including Creighton Durham Hall, treat students exercising their First Amendment rights, which, by the way, uh, is a, a bit of privilege itself. I mean, <laughs> students whose parents are paying twelve grand a year. Let's be conservative here. Uh, it's in their interest to not go overboard on the discipline. Certainly, my high school principal would not be able to keep a job with parents. Uh, who had that much skin in the game, financially speaking. We don't know who these six students were. We don't know if they were or were not the kids holding the obscene signs. We don't know if they were or were not the students that were attempting to cancel, who were harassing, who were allegedly stalking the fellow student who was the child of a police officer. So when this woman, this professor, this recipient of incalculable privilege by her own admission, well, she doesn't admit it, but it's easy to read between the lines, says the, quote, investigation, end quote, to see if people were peer pressured adds further violence to the situation. No, it adds further accountability. Students canceling other students is wrong. I'll put it in one syllable words. Don't 
cancel. That's two syllables. That may be too long for some of these people. Don't cancel other students. Learn the value of learning to deal with the fact that not everyone sees the world differently than you. And beyond that, perhaps an even more valuable lesson. Learn to see that people seeing things differently than you doesn't mean that they favor violence against you. She goes on to say, quote, as educators, we must impede the school to prison pipeline. Taking these type of disciplinary action as opposed to teaching, listening and engaging with these young people is not only a missed opportunity, but continues the same punitive action that this present moment is fighting against. What a drama queen. I say this with all apologies due to queens and and theater majors. What a drama queen. The school to prison pipeline. They're at Durham Hall. They're at Creighton. They're at an elite private school. This is not going on their criminal record. This likely won't even go on their academic record because when you're charging people $12,000 a year to, to get their diploma, it's very good marketing to make sure, you know, these kids are going to learn their lessons and go out there uh, and, and carry on their lives. And thank you for your check, Mr. or Mrs. whomever your name is. So uh, the idea that this is a stop on the school to prison pipeline is is just so irrational. No, it's further proof that on the left, you can say any stupid, illogical, ahistorical, factual build you want, knowing that your audience will never call you on it because they just don't think all that critically. Apparently, like this woman's students, by the way, her married name uh, implies that she's, well, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Uh, that, that's irrelevant. But the idea that this woman is pleading microaggressions in the name of 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 social justice when everything about her background that we are made aware of and that is inferable from her record implies that she is a beneficiary of vastly more privilege than i don't know most of you should tell you something about the, the state of mind these people are in this is an elite education folks thanks for tuning in see you hopefully tonight god bless you all god bless america Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can help. Drafty windows? Provia windows will save on energy costs. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project if paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free 
author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. I got into an accident on my way home from work one day, and my car was totaled. Hi, I'm Diana from Shoreview. So the rental that I was given was an Elantra. So I was like, I like this car. I want to go find an Elantra. I'm a first-time car shopper, and I had to do it all by myself because I don't have any family around. I was very scared walking into it because I always hear those cliches about car shopping. When I first walked through the doors at Invergrove Hyundai, they greeted me with a smile, and they seemed like very genuinely kind people. I was surprised at how painless the process was. If you're looking for a great deal on a car and an excellent care team, I highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. Get up to $3,000 cash back or 0% financing for up to 60 months with $1,500 cash back on the 2021 Tucson or Kona. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai assurance. InvergroveHyundai.com. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Al and Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. Make sure you tune in to Money Matters with Al and Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now at 855-231-6010. AM 1280, The Patriot.